0: Christmas Eve, everybody.
1: It's almost here.
0: It's Christmas Eve.
1: It's almost here.
0: Christmas Day is less than 20 hours away. It's
1: almost here. Hang
0: on when you're listening to this. Oh, man. Coming up. I'm like
1: shaking in my seat. I'm so excited.
0: You're excited? Like
1: a kid on Christmas morning.
0: (laughs) I don't know, man. I always get down when it gets to Christmas Eve. (gasps) Cause it's almost over you know what i mean i enjoy the season I'm, i've gotten to the point where i don't really care all that much about like the experience in the morning yeah uh, uh you know opening presents or whatever um uh, it's more about just the overall feeling you get all month you know the seeing the lights everywhere getting the music everywhere that's the stuff that i really treasure about it and it's almost over
1: so, I never, ever, 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 ever looked at it that way until this year. And it's thanks to you and my sister-in-law. Because you said it last week about yeah. how it's basically a countdown to the end of the season. Like, we're counting down to Christmas, but no, we're counting down to the end of the season. And then my <laughs> sister-in-law posts a countdown of my niece and nephew every single day. The dog is really there, going there's crazy There's a outside. dog
0: outside fighting with a... The- seagull or something i don't know what's going on i don't know either so but alive. he sounds
1: like he's right outside of our second story window <laughs> which is obviously not possible um but my sister-in-law posts a picture every day of my niece and nephew with their countdown oh yeah for, yeah
0: april's you know but
1: yeah. and
0: <laughs> i've seen those
1: she and i were marco poloing the other day and she was like you know with every countdown i feel like i'm counting down not to christmas but to the end of the season. Be, yeah, to
0: it being over. And I'm like,
1: seriously? <laughs> you guys have just ruined it for me. <laughs> like, I'm counting down to something that I'm excited for and the right. joy of Christmas morning and all of this, and you guys are like, yeah, once we get to Christmas, it's over. It's done. Yeah, Life sucks. And I feel <laughs> like
0: I've been that way for a long time, and I think that's why like, I have no problem with seeing Christmas stuff popping up way too early in stores yeah. and hearing... The first Christmas song at Walmart in September. You yeah. Know, it doesn't bother me uh, because that's the stuff that I look forward to. Yeah. That's what I really want. The whole like. season. And even, even though most people will still like leave their lights up through New Year's. Yeah. It doesn't feel the same once Christmas has passed. Yeah. You know? I agree. At that point, I almost start getting irritated by the lights. I'm like, okay, Christmas over. Take them down. Y'all
1: have completely <laughs> and utterly ruined this time of year for me. <laughs> Just saying.
0: Coming up on today's show, we celebrate the new 12 days of Christmas, plus the latest news, random facts, and more. But first, it is December 24th, and we have a few holidays to celebrate. We
1: do. It is Last Minute Shopper's Day.
0: (laughs) Of course it is. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Attention all you shoppers. Oh,
0: gosh. I really hope i don't wind up having to go to walmart today at some point (laughs) it always happens every year something happens like oh gosh uh we're supposed to bring this to the dinner tomorrow can you please go to walmart (laughs) no
1: no i'm not not doing it i'm not doing Uh, it so i made my walmart grocery pickup order for everything that we need for christmas dinner and we ain't doing nothing big this year (laughs) we are having christmas dinner with our family and that is it that is all
0: that's it? That's all. End of discussion. <laughs> Picked up my
1: groceries, I'm ready to go. If we don't have it, oh, flipping well.
0: <laughs> Guess we're doing with that. Yep. Uh, all right, what how else we it's got?
1: going to be. Oh, I forgot. I was still... <laughs> um, it's also National Eggnog Day, Ugh. which was in my grocery cart. Barf. Oh, I love eggnog. It's eggnog the egg only so time gross. of year, Matt... I actually took a picture and meant to post it on my Instagram, but I didn't, so I'll have to do it later. (laughs) It's the only time of year when my coffee is not black because I put eggnog in my coffee. In your
0: coffee? That makes it even worse.
1: Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. It's an eggnog latte. It's amazing. Uh, Eggnog Eggnog
0: all around just gives me the heebie-jeebies. Nope.
1: It's the best thing ever. Ever. Um, And then lastly, obviously, we all know it's Christmas Eve.
0: So, in our show prep for yesterday, uh, one of the holidays listed for yesterday, which was Festivus, and that's the only holiday that we celebrate. But one of the other holidays that was listed that we didn't put in the show was Christmas Adam. Oh, yeah. And I feel like that's just annoying at this point. It no, was a funny joke.
1: It's Christmas Eve, Eve.
0: <laughs> right. Christmas Eve, Eve. Yeah. Not Christmas Adam. That's a weird Christian joke. It's a Adam dumb, came it's not weird. Eve. It's
1: not weird, it's dumb. <laughs> That's Y'all true. just dumb.
0: <laughs> but apparently it's being recognized now as a legitimate pre-Christmas Eve holiday.
1: Do you know, so I have a good friend who would not have understood that. Yeah? If I had been like on December 23rd, hey, today's Christmas, Adam. She would be like, huh?
0: <laughs> um, excuse me?
1: I don't understand.
0: <laughs> we have
1: we have a young couple in our church named, their last name is The Rites. And so I I was at the church the other morning and... We were all in the same room together, and I was leaving, and I said, okay, bye rights, bye wrong. And she was like, huh? Who's wrong? I don't understand. I'm so confused. And I had to tell her, jokes are not funny if you have to explain them to people. They lose all the humor.
0: Bye rights, bye lefts. (laughs) She just didn't get it. Uh, we got a got quite a few back row news, Christmas news items for you today. Uh, first up, single mom receives a free car in the drive-through. A woman, a uh, woman near Fort Worth, Texas, was surprised with a new car and nominated to receive a Christmas wish because she always manages to stay friendly and kind despite her valiant struggles as a single mom. Bridget works at Chick Fil A in Brent Brook and. T- Benbrook, Texas. Uh, She's never shy to give out hugs, hold babies for tired mothers, and everything in between. So when her car was totaled, it's no surprise that her friends wanted to do everything they could for her. And one of those friends nominated Bridget for a Christmas wish program. The result a local radio station worked with a local Toyota dealership and a few days later pulled up to the Chick fil A drive through window with a new car. Bridget was also given $2,000 to get caught up on bills and groceries. Isn't that fantastic?
1: Wonderful. Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas Is You, number one after 25 years. Mariah Carey got a big gift Monday when her holiday classic All I Want for Christmas Is You became a number one single. 25 years after its release, Billboard announced that the Christmas anthem hit the top of the Hot 100 chart for the first time since it was released in 1994. Though Right? Though (laughs) the song has topped the Holiday 100 chart for 38 weeks, All I Want for Christmas Is You has never reigned atop the multi-genre chart before listen my biggest thing is i didn't realize there were so many stinking facts about Mar- mariah carey's all i want for christmas <laughs> is you i feel like that's all i've been doing all month is reading facts about all i want for christmas is you that I, that literally
0: i feel like there might be another one no okay there's not another one. <laughs> later
1: <laughs> i was gonna say for real oh <laughs> uh,
0: Uh, Ohio City breaks Guinness record for wrapping presents, and Ohio City broke a festive Guinness World Record when 1,482 people gathered to wrap presents simultaneously. Organizers of the Attempt uh, last Saturday in Portsmouth, uh, or Muth, is it Muth or Mouth? Portsmouth. It says Mouth. But it's how you pronounce it. Okay. (laughs) Portsmouth. (laughs) (laughs) Said they had been expecting between 900 and 950 people to participate in the record attempt. But a total of 1,482 people ended up wrapping presents in Market Square at 3 p.m. The record was the third to be set by the town's annual Winterfest. The festival previously broke records for most people Christmas caroling and most people potting plants.
1: That's cool. (laughs) Before you know it, they're going to be, like, the new Guinness record is going to be one town holding the most amount of Guinness records.
0: Mm, yeah, you see, see, I'm I'm upset. I'm still mad to this day from what happened. I think six or seven years ago to Albuquerque. Albuquerque was going for the most Christmas lights in a in one city. Mm-hmm. They put them everywhere meticulously counted everything but what's one thing that's kind of exclusive as a decoration to new mexico As a christmas decoration oh the luminarias uh uh-huh luminarias which are kind of look like like brown lunch sacks but it has light and they you know they usually line houses or yards Uh, you find those in new mexico all the time and they are a christmas thing you don't see them any any other time of the year but Guinness World Record refused to acknowledge luminarias as Christmas lights. And so they didn't get the record. That's dumb. Yeah. They, I mean it was like several thousand lights short because that was a big thing in Albuquerque's mostly luminarias. And so I'm still mad about that.
1: Still well, mad. I think like I feel like we have every right to be upset about that because <laughs> now, especially, they only sell well, I shouldn't say they only At Christmas, with Christmas decorations now, and I feel like this has only happened in the last few years or so, but you can buy, like, the little Luminaria kits that Mm. is, like, it's not the actual lunch sacks, because people did use lunch sack sand and a little candle.
0: Right. But now they 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 have, like, yeah.
1: yeah, Now they have, like, plastic. They look like lunch sacks, but they're just... Made out of plastic, and no,
0: I feel like those have been around for a good while.
1: <laughs> they've been around, but they've not been a really big Christmas decoration. Oh, like you okay. wouldn't see them. Like you would like, them. find them at Walmart.
0: Yeah, whatever, and yeah, you can. yeah, yeah. I think you're right. You're right. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, I'll be really mad. I'll be even more mad if they eventually start accepting that, and some other town in Texas or Arizona gets it.
1: <laughs> True story. <laughs> Um, Christmas light display inspires 13-year-old girl with autism to speak. 13-year-old Caitlin Figueroa Figuero-
0: Figueroa
1: Figueroa yeah, Lopez yeah. has never said a word in her entire life, until a Christmas lights display spurred her spurred her to speak. Since Caitlin was first diagnosed with as autistic and nonverbal at three years old, doctors predicted that she would never speak. Meanwhile, every year, Don Weaver puts on a stunning music display with more than 200,000 individual lights synchronized to Christmas music. As they were watching the lights, Caitlin suddenly stood up and started yelling, Santa, Santa is coming.
0: <laughs>
1: That's so sweet.
2: That
0: sounds like a Hallmark movie. You know what I mean? A Hallmark Christmas movie. Something that happens in the middle of it, you know, that that inspires the main character or some other thing.
1: Bum, bum, bum.
0: (laughs) And it will be next year, coming to Hallmark on October
1: 23rd. (laughs) The whole week before Halloween.
0: Oh, man. Three-quarters of Americans say Christmas should be celebrated in public schools. The vast majority of Americans say that Christmas should be celebrated in schools. A new Rasmussen poll shows a sharp rebuke to the growing trend of schools abolishing any official mention of the holiday during December. The number of Americans who said schools should celebrate Christmas clocked in at 76%, while 16% say they should not. Eight percent said they were not sure. The number of Americans who said the holiday should be celebrated in public schools is the same, whether or not the respondents have children. A large share of Black Americans, a larger share of Black Americans than white, eighty-six to seventy-four percent believe Christmas should be celebrated in schools. Um, I'm really grateful that we live in like this tiny, etched-out corner of the Bible Belt. We're like on the we're like on the very end. Of the Mm -hmm. Bible Belt here in Mm -hmm. this little section of ours, because you know I haven't experienced any kind of like un Christmas Christmasization of anything that you know Eli's done Mm -hmm. in school, which is nice. But I know that in a huge majority of America, it is that it's it's becoming a don't even mention it. Yeah, winter break, winter whatever. We're not happy holidays. Yeah. Eventually, there will be holidays at some point in your life when you reach them, happy them, but we're not going to talk about them by name.
1: Well, and two... The older Eli gets, the higher up in grades he gets, the more teachers he has. You'll learn that it depends on the teacher yeah, as well. Yeah, I think
0: it's me. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I was about to say. I think it is mostly the, the teacher's mindset.
1: Yeah. Thankfully, our district does have freedom to allow the teachers to decide within their classroom whether they say Christmas, whether they have certain decorations, mm-hmm. whatnot. You know, obviously, they don't want them to push a certain religious belief on anybody, but they're also that's not. saying, like,
0: everybody else is wrong.
1: Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, but there is a political side in our district, which makes me kind of sad. Which yeah, is also I'm why sure I left the district I'm sure as an that's employee. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I can remember growing up and learning about Christmas. Yeah. Learning about Kwanzaa. Yeah. Learning about Hanukkah. Oh, there's nothing wrong
0: with it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: I loved it. It's it was great.
0: My... It's great to learn about the different religious. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was my fifth grade year. Yeah. That
1: we did Christmas around the world. And we would study every single like we studied Christmas in Germany and Christmas in Italy and you know all these different things Christmas in Russia and we had different foods and
0: oh, yeah, we learned yeah. the
1: different traditions I think- and.
0: It sounds really familiar. I think we must have done that in elementary school. And
1: something. I loved yeah. that my boys didn't do it. Mila hasn't hit 5th grade yet, but hmm. my boys never got to experience that. And I'm that weird mom that's like, "Okay, well then we're going to do it at home.
2: Hmm. Let's <laughs> learn about Christmas in
1: all the different countries.
0: And Hanukkah. Let's yeah. make latkes. Here we go, guys. ball soup."
1: But I just always thought that was that was always very educational.
0: Yeah. Um and it was that, that was I don't know why but what you just brought up uh brought in my mind the rugrats because <laughs> the rugrats also did that they did, they did they did a I don't they didn't do anything for Kwanzaa but they specifically made a really good Christmas uh episode which like talked about the actual you know baby Jesus and all that kind of stuff and then mm-hmm. they made a really good hanukkah episode as yeah. well because that's how the family was it was like half jewish half chris or half Christian yeah uh, officially and I'm like Looking back on that as an adult, I'm like, I can't believe they were that brave yeah. to put either of those religions uh, in so so like forward in the show.
1: It was a different time, Yeah, Matt. it was We great. grew up in a different time. Um,
0: but yeah, I, and it wasn't until I was a teenager that I realized, not a lot of people celebrate Kwanzaa. Even in the African American community. Yeah. It's very little percentage. It's like 12% yeah. <laughs> or something. And like, that's all I ever hear about is those three, they're equal, and they're yeah. really
1: not. They're really not. <laughs> but, hey, whatever.
0: You always hear, like, Chris Mahana Kwanzaa. Chris Mahana Kwanzaa.
1: Where was that on? That was that's on a been television on, that's, show. Been, that's been
0: on a television show. It's been on commercials. It's been all kinds of things. And, uh, which, originally,
1: me... that was, like, the big push as to why they were saying Happy Holidays, yeah. which I was totally fine with. Mm-hmm. I was fine with Happy Holidays because you were including it was an inclusive thing you were including all and now it's turned into a we say happy holidays because we don't want to offend anybody by saying merry christmas bull hockey i'm gonna say merry (laughs) christmas to everybody i don't care who you are
0: (laughs) but uh that used to be my defense in the fact that there was an attack on christmas the Mahana quansica things or the chrismica things we would see those in other places because what are those those are combinations of the words yeah and in Each of those different variations of the thing, you would have the Christma. The only thing you wouldn't have was the S at the end. Yeah. Yet, they would always take the T out of Christ. The T would always be missing in that word. And so it would be Chris, just like your husband's name, ma, and then whatever else they wanted to add on to it. They always took the T out, despite the fact there was no reason to do that, because it would still be pronounced the same. And so I was like, see, war on Christmas <laughs>
2: right
1: here. <laughs> Jeez, Matt.
0: it's
1: a whole new side of you. We're moving I don't on. Believe that.
0: I don't believe in the war on Christmas anymore.
1: <laughs> Which we have a few podcasts of the war on Christmas, so go back and find those. Because I just learned something new about Matt that we did not discuss on any of those podcasts. Yeah, so. We
0: I don't think I've ever brought that up. You have show. not. <laughs> um,
1: a chemo patient and his nurse go viral singing, Oh Holy Night. A heartwarming holiday duet between a chemo patient and his nurse have been watched more than 130,000 times.
0: sure it's even more by now, yeah.
1: I'm sure. Penn Pennington. Who does that to their kid? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Mrs. Pennington,
0: what were you thinking?
1: Penn Pennington is a longtime Nashville Session guitarist who played at the Grand Ole Opry for 23 years. He's also getting chemotherapy treatments at Sarah Cannon Cancer Center. When his nurse, Alex, found out he is a musician, she brought in her guitar and convinced him to sing with her. That led to bedside performances during his chemo treatments. Their version of the Christmas classic, Oh Holy Night, was recorded on Sunday by Pennington's daughter, Brandy Michael Leith. (laughs)
0: I need to go find that video now. I know. I'm going to see it. Although it's probably going to make me bawl. All right. Last bit of news here. Amazon's Alexa, this is brilliant, can help change the subject of conversation during Christmas arguments. Amazon's Alexa just might come in handy during arguments this holiday season. In anticipation of heated conversations between family members on Christmas, the online retailer announced a feature that allows the virtual assistant to change the subject of conversation. According to Amazon, a survey conducted by a team of researchers found that 6.30 p.m. on Christmas Day is the time that family arguments are most likely to begin. In the event that the family fun turns to family fiasco, people can use the phrase Alexa... Change the subject, which will prompt the virtual assistant to ask a series of distracting debate questions. That's
1: awesome. (laughs) That's awesome. Listen, I love Alexa a little more every single day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I really do. She comes up with notifications now that my packages have arrived.
0: Oh, yeah. They've been doing that for a while.
1: And she will. This is the first time that I've known of (laughs) it this this month with Christmas packages. And I'm like... Alexa, what are my notifications? Your Amazon shipping shopping order has arrived. Because yeah. of Christmas holiday, I will not re- reveal the, de- the details of said package. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. In case it is a gift. Alexa, (laughs) I love you. Thank you. The feeling is mutual. I have
0: a deep regard for you as well. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) All right. When we come back, seven ways to ruin Christmas. But first, it is, what is it called?
1: Tinsel Tuesday. Tinsel
0: Tuesday. (laughs) It's Christmas Eve. We are playing Christmas music all day long today and tomorrow so enjoy this block of christmas music we will be back at the top of the hour stick around So, Bob, doing anything special for Christmas this year? Well, we're spending Christmas at my in-laws. Heads up, everybody, the boss is coming. I'm out of here. Frank, before you leave... Uh, I was just going to the copy machine. Well, I just wanted to say thanks for doing a great job. Uh, sure, you're welcome. Alice, how are you today?
1: Fine. That's nice. Here's a box of chocolates and Merry Christmas. Thank you. Bob. Yes, sir? Didn't you have some baby pictures on that wall? He went to college last year, sir. Ah, they
0: grow up fast, don't they? Well, you have a Merry Christmas. You too, sir. Was that our boss? What was that all about? I don't know. He's probably going to cut our bonus this year. You don't think he's going to cut our pay, do you? Oh, no. What?
2: This is the way he acted when he laid off
0: half the marketing department last summer. Guys, don't you know by now, he's that way every Christmas. Oh. Oh. Christmas, the time of year when we act the way we should the rest of the year. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show on this glorious Christmas Eve. Glad to have you with us.
1: Back um, Row Radio!
0: We are gonna kick off the second hour just as we always do, with a few random facts.
1: Five random facts. Listen, I'm super excited and proud of myself for continuing that since like almost the, the very first thing. Yeah!
0: I feel like you should have Christmasized it up this time. Five random facts. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you have. You have uh, uh, annoyingly stuck with that since the very beginning.
1: There's a lot of things that you have annoyingly stuck with since the very beginning.
0: <laughs> and I don't say a word. All right. <laughs> I just so sit how about back, shut you your mouth,
1: and let it happen. And let
0: me read my facts. Keep right on judging me, Matt. <laughs>
1: Nothing's ever good enough. I should have Christmas sized it your pupils can expand by as much as 45% when looking at someone you love. Aww.
0: <laughs> you just need, you gotta take more of it in. That's what it no, is.
1: Listen, I'm gonna start looking at Chris's eyes when he looks at me. Why your, pupil- your pupils dilating. <laughs> I believe they only dilated, dilated about 10%. Why do you not love me today?
0: What did I do to you? That's just what your personality needs. <laughs> Another way to check if everybody around you is upset with
1: you. True story. I'm totally going to start doing it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> your people should be getting it almost 50% bigger, okay?
1: Why ain't they moving? <laughs> Guess you don't really like me. Whatever. This relationship was one-sided all along.
0: (laughs) Just like I thought.
1: (laughs) You see my pupils? They're getting bigger. Watch if they do it again. (laughs) Never gonna happen. 40% of American adults still sleep with a teddy bear, according to a 2019 survey. This is weird.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it really is. (laughs) Now, it doesn't say whether or not they, like, differentiate between single and married adults. I feel like if it was single adults, maybe I'd get it. You know what I mean?
1: No. I still think it's that? weird. I mean, I, I g- know what you mean. I feel like, I, 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 feel get like
0: it. I feel like it would be a little more believable. But this better not be happening with married couples. Oh, I'm sure it's you know totally I mean? happening
1: with married couples. They each weird. got their teddy bear to they cuddle. That's... You realize that the day you got married...
0: You are given. Each other. You're each each other's teddy bears. <laughs> Jeez Louise,
1: I really think Topher's going to be the one to get married and still cuddle <laughs> his stuffed animal. He sleeps with like twenty of them in his bed, and I, will I go did. In. For,
0: I did when I was his age too. Really? I had, I, not. I mean, maybe not twenty, but I always at least had a couple like yeah. of my favorites. Yeah. And I, I'm embarrassed of that fact, but yeah, probably until I was sixteen. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay and I still have like my favorite stuffed animal it's in my office
1: <laughs> moving it on it's ratty
0: <laughs> it's gross
1: I bet like Topher's stuffed animal that he's had since he was just before his second birthday has like no stuffing in the body it's just like a it the outer shell and then the <laughs> head is still stuffed so it's like Anyway,
0: what you usually give to dogs, at that yeah, point.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, alligators can go two years without eating by feeding on the fat reserves at the base of their tails.
0: It's essentially what I'm doing on keto, <laughs> feeding at the fat <laughs> reserves in my tail. <laughs>
1: Things that only Matt can say. In 2016, the Tampa Bay (laughs) Times became the first newspaper to allow readers to submit Festivus grievances through its website, with the promise to publish them on December 23rd, the day of the Festivus holiday.
0: Isn't that fun? That's fun. That is fun. That's a fun way to get your newspaper read. That's in my mind. You think? Gotta make newspapers more fun. Then people are gonna pick them up. True story. Make them read them again. Yeah. They don't want regular news. That's boring and you get it all the time.
1: Uh, yeah, I can agree with that. <laughs> the first text message was sent on December 3rd, 1992, 27 years ago. It said, Merry Christmas.
0: <laughs> Did you know that? Did you know the first text message was Merry Christmas?
1: It, they were 18 days early.
0: <laughs> like, that's, not a, that's not accurate. The second text message was, this is too early. Yeah, exactly.
1: Did I miss something? I'm so confused.
0: All right. Americans want their family to have a digital detox during the holidays. According to a new survey, four in five parents would be willing to go on a digital detox to be more present with their families this holiday season. The poll of 2,000 parents found that nearly 80% say that they want to break from their devices over the holidays. Uh, instead of reaching for the presents on Christmas morning, 72% of parents polled say that they reach for their phone instead. 43% say that they spend more time on their phone on Christmas Day than any other typical day. With over half, 51%, saying they check social media more frequently during the holidays. So this year, 55% are planning a device-free holiday dinner. In fact, 31% have banned phones and devices from their holiday dinner table in the past and plan to do it again this upcoming Christmas. Hey. More power to you.
1: I'm part of the 45.
0: (laughs) I need an escape. (laughs) Have you met my family? do you know my kids (laughs) all right well it is christmas but it is also christmas eve but it is also tuesday tuesday
1: no it is tinsel tuesday
0: (laughs) no i'm sorry it's not tuesday tuesday it's topless tuesday no (laughs) topless tuesday keep your shirts on so it's both because we have two topless that we're doing today (laughs) so it's tuesday (laughs) topless tuesday
1: you are frustrating me so bad right now. <laughs> is this your Christmas gift to me?
0: This is. Merry Christmas. <laughs> let me
1: let me check your pupils real quick.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Why ain't your pupils dialing? I thought you married me for better or for worse. Chris, I'm sorry.
1: You don't have to like <laughs> me, but you gotta love me. And your pupils are telling me right now that you don't love me.
0: Chris, I'm sorry I put this on your marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive me. All right. <laughs> we got a list called Seven Ways to Spoil Christmas. <laughs> this comes from factsandtrends.net. It's an article written by Chris Hefner. Uh, we're not going to read the entire thing, but uh, here, here's the the gist. Number one. Say yes to everything. And this is technically over the whole Christmas season, but, you know, it's almost Christmas. So. Ministry is busy. Life is busy. Jobs are busy. And especially so during the holiday season. Uh, extra events, ministry opportunities, parties, services, all part of the season. Uh, your time as a as a church-going American is in demand all the time. Especially so this year, as we discussed, with there being one less week of the Christmas season, so everything's still crammed in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll definitely spoil it if you try to do everything that you're asked to do or invited to. It's true. Yeah.
1: It's true. Don't be a yes man.
0: I'm like, this season I was right on that verge the whole month. Really? Like, if there's one more thing, I'm just gonna lose it and you're gonna find me naked in the woods. (laughs) (laughs) Eating tree bark.
1: What is the deal with you in taking off your clothes?
0: I'm
2: hot all the time, Mo.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I weigh 400 and some odd pounds, and I'm hot. (laughs) And I live in New Mexico, which is a bad choice.
1: (laughs) True. You should be like in New York or something. Right?
0: I would thrive in New York. (laughs) Minnesota, something like that. Goodness. North Dakota. <laughs> North, I mean, it's still... North Dakota. North Dakota, don't you know? <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, you're right. All right, number two. Uh, flip-flop. Say no to everything. Uh, while saying no to some things will be necessary, avoid the opposite extreme. The Christmas season provides an opportunity to, you know, celebrate and uh, serve and minister to people. And, and uh, these are people that you might not... Like, really interact with most of the year, and Christmas gives you that opportunity. Like, that's the thing with like Daedra's family's cookies. You know, they really want to make it a point to go out and deliver them in person as much as they can because they don't always get to interact with everybody they deliver to. Also, I found out we talked I got about my cookies this last night. Yeah, we talked about this last week. Uh, it wasn't that they like ran out of time and didn't make as many cookies, they didn't make any cookies last year.
1: Ah. I forgot.
0: Greg and Tina left really early in the month, and so they oh, I were. I do
1: remember that. So they now. were
0: initially going to try and make just a couple batches of a couple small batches of cookies, and they just never were able to get it off the ground early in the month, and so they just didn't make any.
1: I remember that now. Yeah, it was a bummer. But see how you internalize things and turn them on yourself, like. <laughs>
0: Why didn't I give me cookies? They don't love me anymore.
1: Even Chris said, and I didn't tell him about our conversation last week, but even Chris said last night as we got our cookies delivered, he was like, I thought we were cut off. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they didn't love us anymore. And I was like, I knew they were coming, but it's still so nice. <laughs> they got there, and I saw him on the doorbell camera, and all of my kids are scattered throughout the house. And I'm like, guys, get in here. Get in here. Come here. Quick. Quick. <laughs>
0: And I know that they all
1: heard me screaming. (laughs) And I just stood there like a kid with my phone, smiling from ear to ear, taking pictures of the whole thing.
0: (sighs) Uh, Number three on our list of ways to spoil Christmas. Three, give to everything. It is truly more blessed to give than to receive, but giving to every ministry organization who asks for something at the Christmas season may not be sustainable. Uh, by picking a few special giving opportunities and including your family in shopping and sharing, you can amplify the impact of your giving. And that's true. It was especially true, like, with all the people that are always out in front of all those grocery stores. I mean, not just Salvation Army, which is everywhere, but there's everything. There's, there's Christmas wreaths for military and Christmas toy drives and Christmas coat pull-ups and all these things where, like... How much
1: You're right. How much do I
0: have to give to to not feel like a terrible person all the time? Because that's right. how you feel every time you walk by one. Even if you've given so much that month, you walk by and don't have a, at least a little something to throw in whatever pot or bin that they have.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: feel like a scumbag. You do. I, that's why I keep like a big bowl of change in my truck all December long. So I always have just a little handful I can drop in. And what's even more neurotic is that I put in a little bit of it when I go in and save some to put in when I go back out. That is a codependent nightmare. And I don't even know the person ringing the bell, but I really care what that person thinks of me.
1: And it's not going to be the same person the next time you go back.
0: Oh gosh, <laughs> I don't know why I'm so neurotic like that.
1: You, yeah, that that's a big oh, thing, Matt. You yeah, need
0: to. I need to rein that in. I need to stop giving.
1: <laughs> stop giving to everything. Right.
0: Well, it's not even. I mean, yeah, it's not even the, the right motivation that I'm giving. Yeah. It's for my personal. It what really people is. Think of me. It's terrible. It's an awful thing that I do. But it's because. <laughs> I feel guilty if I don't. Oh, all right. Number four, the opposite of that give to nothing. Uh, Ebenezer Scrooge and his miserly ways were inconsistent with the prodigal generosity of God. Most, uh, most church going folk, uh, do tend to give generously at at Christmas, but it is a good reminder that we should give intentionally and significantly, which is just what we were talking about. Uh, it shouldn't just be a response. It shouldn't just be a, um, a face-saving tactic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you need to give intentionally all that's year. What makes it yeah? That's what makes it purposeful. That's what makes it worthwhile.
1: Yeah. I have a really hard time balancing. This should have been a grievance of mine, but whatever. I have a really hard time balancing like the Christmas spirit with an all-year spirit. Like I yeah, I'm happy that a Christmas spirit is what encourages people to be in a better mood during this time of the year and to give and to, mm-hmm. to love and blah, blah, blah. But then I'm like, but this is how we're supposed to be all the time. Yeah. Not just for 31 days out of the year. All the time.
0: <laughs> I don't know. You're right. You ain't wrong, Mo.
1: Well, sometimes I feel wrong. It
0: happens less often <laughs> these days. you you getting wrong.
1: Hey. I'm moving on up in the world. <laughs> all
0: right, number five on the list of seven ways to uh, ruin Christmas. <laughs> Allow stresses to steal your joy. Christmas and end-of-year stresses often overlap. The business of the season worries about details, end-of-the-year church budgets uh, and parties and all this kind of stuff along with the normal concerns that make up stressful Christmas seasons. Uh, make time to decompress and enjoy family as a means of mitigating stress. Uh, so you know, like we said, with the week, the missing week, um, one of the big ways that we used, we always stress or de-stress from the Christmas season is that usually we have plenty of time to sit down and watch all of our favorite Christmas movies. Yeah, you know, and that's a great way to de-stress and kind of. Re-up your your inner joy, inner peace for the season. And this year, I realized uh, on Wednesday of last week, we've watched one movie and it was right after Thanksgiving. It wasn't even in December. I know. We're never together. We're always having to do something. Or when we are together, we're at a party or somewhere else. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I asked Andrea, can I watch these Christmas movies by myself? while I'm here watching the kids because yeah. I'm not going to get to see them otherwise. <laughs> so yeah, I've been, whenever uh kid's down for a nap, uh, I'm watching Christmas movies or I'll even have some sometimes when they're up and they're watching their shows, I'll have a my phone set up on Disney Plus or whatever watching yeah. Santa Claus movies and with an earbud in my ear. <laughs> Just gotta get them in and it's helped. I've honestly noticed a change in my demeanor since watching them. Really? Like, I've I've de-stressed a bit.
1: See, and I've watched a lot more Hallmark and Lifetime and AMC Christmas movies yeah. this year than I ever have in years past because I'm missing those Christmas movies with my family in the evening because it just isn't happening like yeah. it has in years past. So, during the day... I mean I'm still I'm still being honorable to my spouse by not watching them
0: while he's at work. <laughs>
1: I got permission. I didn't just
0: do it <laughs> behind her back. Sheesh. I didn't uh, Netflix cheat on her or nothing here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I've been watching more of those movies that I really enjoy, but that he's like, Ugh, seriously another Hallmark
0: Christmas movie. That was that was what we watched. That was our one movie together, is we watched a Hallmark Christmas movie. I guess we watched two because we watched Noel. Okay. On uh, yeah. That was the first thing we watched. That was the one Thanksgiving after Thanksgiving, but um, we actually we might have watched that before Thanksgiving. But then we watched the Christmas Hallmark movie where the girl goes into her. Like she wakes up and she's in her Christmas village.
1: I haven't seen that one. And
0: it's Christmas every day, but it's not like Groundhog Day because they know it's Christmas every day. It's like time is still progressing, but it is literally Christmas every day anyway in their time. And things still go the same every day. But they're aware that that it's happening that way. And so the girl loves it at first, and then gets really bored of it. And then her friend...
1: I'm assuming the name is Christmas Village.
0: I don't remember. I don't think so. But anyway, it was nice. It was a nice movie. Yeah. It's just... uh, Hallmark movie, <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's only a certain level of quality they can get up to. True but, story, uh, yeah. We watched that, but I'm like, no nah. anything else I'm watching the rest of this year, gonna be them classics. So, I've seen Home Alone, Home Alone 2, uh, Christmas with the Cranks, Deck the Halls, and the Santa Claus trilogy so far. I got a couple more I need to cram in there. I need to get Jingle All the Way, Jingle
1: All the Way, uh, I need to get Die Elf, Hard,
0: Die Hard. <laughs> Iron Man 3. And <laughs> <laughs> All the classic Christmas movies, yeah.
1: <laughs> and Jurassic World.
0: And it's weird that Iron Man 3 is a Christmas movie because it technically came out in the summer. It was supposed to come out at Christmas.
1: I hate that argument. I'm just going to be real honest and tell y'all. It annoys me.
0: <laughs> All right, number six on the list of ways to ruin Christmas. Put... Uh, ministry and work before your family uh christmas is a special time of year for family and sometimes uh work emergencies and ministry emergencies will take time away from family Uh, but they're not the norm keep your family a priority this christmas season give them some of your best time energy and compassion at christmas and so again that's the big struggle this year Mm -hmm. there's so much stuff yeah that it's really hard to carve out time we were even thinking, like, we haven't gone light-looking or anything yet I know. this year.
1: And you have to do it before Christmas mm-hmm. because that then they don't What's do the it. What's the point? Yeah. Well, they turn them off.
0: Well, a lot of people do, yeah. A lot of people still leave them on through New Year's.
1: Well, okay, like St. Bernard's Farms or... Oh,
0: yeah. Wait, did they do stuff out there?
1: You didn't know that? No.
0: Like a drive through thing? Yes. What?
1: Yes. So it's $20 per car. Holy cow. <laughs> but you drive through the entire land of St. Bernard's Farms, and it's like, how did you not know this? I've never
0: heard of this. This
1: is maybe the third year, fourth year, the third or fourth year that they've had it set up, and it's amazing. In the center, they have Santa Claus. This year, they've added an ice rink. It's amazing. It's amazing. Wow. We're going tonight, by the way. Shoot. Yeah. Shoot.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm going to have to, yeah, I'm going to have to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to do that.
1: It's so fun. Wow. It really, really, really is. We always do like our neighborhoods and yeah. then we end at St. Bernard's. And and how long does it take through. you to go through their thing? um Probably about 20, 25 minutes. Nice. This okay, is so the you're... first year that you can actually get out and do stuff in the center. So I don't know uh, like what that will add to it.
0: But it's still, you're getting your $20 worth. Oh, yeah. Wow. All right. Yep that's cool yep all right uh, and lastly on the list of seven ways to ruin christmas forget to know and worship the resurrected jesus because by being overly attuned to the uh what got it sorry this was weirdly worded and i forgot what this meant from the prep <laughs> forget to know and worship the resurrected jesus by being overly attuned to the jesus in the manger And so this is the whole, you know, debate about should we really be celebrating Christmas so much and Easter so little comparatively, you know, this is about uh, what Jesus came to do, not about Jesus being born. The birth of Jesus, while a significant event prophecy wise, not significant to our salvation, the salvation came at the cross. Um, so, the incarnation of Christ at Christmas is a beautiful historical event and glorious theo- theological necessity, but the sentiment, uh, sentimentalism and commercialization of Christmas often overshadows the permanent purpose of this incarnation. Uh, so, yeah.
1: So, I'm just going to say something that kind of hit me as you were talking about it because I'm a new person this year.
0: Brand <laughs> um, new Mo. Uh,
1: I don't like this Mo as
0: Mo much. Mo 2.0
1: mo twenty twenty will be better, but <laughs> I just had an like a thought as you were talking about how you know we should celebrate Easter more than we should celebrate Christmas anyway, as you were just blurting all that stuff out, um,
0: just vomiting all those words all over us.
1: <laughs> so I think it needs to be like, and I just want to know your opinion, it needs to be a very fine balance because if we stop celebrating the miracle that Jesus's birth was and the fact that Jesus left heaven to become man, you know, willingly did that for us. Then I feel like Easter really has no purpose as well. Mm. Do you know what I mean?
0: <sighs> yeah, I understand what you mean. If and we, I, and I don't think this is saying like less in how much you're celebrating. I know some people do say that. Yeah. less how much you're celebrating the birth of Christ. Um, but more, the first illustration that I have comes from Talladega Nights. I hate that movie. I like the baby version the best. You know, he (sighs) prays to little baby Jesus. Yeah. I think it's that mentality of if we are only thinking of Jesus as the little baby, then we forget the reason that he actually came kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Um. They put it here in the article, the infant's hands in the manger were destined for Roman spikes. That's something that you...
1: That was kind of gory. Right.
0: But it's it's what... It's true. Yeah. I mean, that's the reason it came, that he came. And uh, I think... I guess that's the purpose is that we need to remember the reason he came while celebrating that miracle.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so the miracle itself wasn't just that he was born of a virgin, that God became incarnate, but... The entirety of his purpose here, which was saving all mankind. Right. Which is fantastic. And I just don't think we put, I think we tend to not put any focus on the resurrection at Christmas. Any focus on focus on going to the cross. You know what I mean? Right. And I guess that's how I'm reading what this is saying. Yeah. Is it should be encompassing the life of Christ and the death of Christ and the resurrection of Christ. Not just. The birth. You know what I mean? Sure. But I agree with what you what you said. Absolutely. Yeah. We don't want to just not celebrate the birth of Christ in favor of that, because if this isn't special, it kind of cuts out of the specialness of the other milestones. Right. It's all special. It's all fulfillment of prophecy. It's all the the proof that this was the the coming Messiah foretold in the Old Testament. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. I get you. Just We're on the saying. same wavelength. Just saying. If I had to get you a mug with a quote, it would be just saying.
1: Just saying. If I had
0: to get Hillary, our frequent uh, guest host, one, it would say, here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. I hate Christmas. No. <laughs>
1: what would Megan Kelly's be, then?
0: Uh, hers would be, okay, because that's how she has to start every explanation of anything. We had a, we had the staff Christmas party yesterday, and she made some tea that we had. She made lemonade, and she made some tea that we had. But somebody, like, donated some raspberry tea, but it wasn't, like, labeled as raspberry tea or anything. And so we had one of the older guys pour himself a glass of what he thought was just regular sweet tea. Took a sip and went, Oh! What is this? And I I heard it in my head before she even said it. (laughs) I heard her turn around and go, okay, here's what happened. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, that is your quote. That is exactly what happened. That is how you start your explanations for everything. That's funny. Okay, it's not my fault, but... (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. She's hilarious.
1: Christmas gifts for next year. We're all getting mugs with their sayings
0: on them. All right. When we come back, the new 12 days of Christmas. But first, it's time for Love Thy Nerds' critical hit. You know what? I told him not to make a new one this, this week. So, so we will we'll not play the, that. We'll, no, we'll play the old one. The, old, the last week's one was the Christmas one. So we'll play it again. It's Christmas Eve. Let's play it again. <laughs> so we do what not, we want. It's time for Love Thy Nerds A Critical Christmas with Hector Murray. <laughs> uh, Mira. Me, Me, I said Murray again. Mira. Hector Mira. Get just, it together, I am, Matt. I am falling asleep right now as we Gosh. speak. Uh, it is also Tinsel Tuesday. It's Christmas Eve, y'all. We are playing nothing but Christmas music all day today and tomorrow. Enjoy it. We'll be back at the top of the hour. <laughs> Stick around if I don't fall apart. <laughs>
2: Hey everyone, this is the Love Thy Nerd Critical Hit. I'm Hector Mirai with Faith and Fandom, and I just wanted to share a quick thought with you. So this week in geek history is monumental. This is the week that the Skywalker Saga comes to an end. The main story of Star Wars that's been existent longer than I have. I was only two when Return of the Jedi came out, and it's been a part of my life my whole life. And realistically, though, most of us have never called it the Skywalker Saga until this year. Until we actually saw how the whole story was playing out, we just simply called it Star Wars because that's what it was. But now that we see where it began and where it ends, we know how the story fits all together. And it's not until we actually know what the story is supposed to be telling that we really understand the big picture. And when I'm thinking about that, when I'm thinking about Christmas, one of the things that really stands out to me so much is that all the way back in like Isaiah and the books of prophecy, they're talking about Jesus and his coming and what it's going to do to change the world. And they had no idea what was happening. They had no idea what was coming. Just like in 1977, when Star Wars first hit the cinemas, They had no idea what was going to happen over the next 40 years. They had no idea the effect it was going to have on culture. But look what happened. And if you check it out in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, when we read these verses, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. When these words were penned by Isaiah, it was hundreds of years before Jesus ever showed up in the Gospels. The Old Testament, that culture, had no idea what God was going to do. Even in the New Testament culture, they had no idea what God was going to do from what began so long ago. And I just want to say this. With the Skywalker saga, yeah, that story's ending, but there's going to be more Star Wars forever and ever and ever, probably. But for us, we may know how the Christmas story ends, but we have no idea how much God is going to do through Jesus and through you. want you to know that Love Thy Nerd exists to love and serve our nerdy neighbors through thoughtful content, relational outreach, and intentional community. Check out our website at lovethynerd.com our thriving Facebook community where you can interact on a daily basis. We have several podcasts, one of which I host, and we're active on all the socials. You can also check me and my book series out over at Faith and Fandom on Facebook.
0: The back row morning show.
1: Back row radio.
0: Wow, it is Christmas. I don't
1: know. Ah! <laughs> Good job, man.
0: Uh, Christmas Eve, everybody. Glad to have you with us. If you're with us, I don't know. You might be spending it with family. But I mean, why? You know? You We're better day, than them anyway. You got all day tomorrow, you're gonna be stuck with them. Spend a couple hours with us.
1: We're the family you wish you had. <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, all right. We asked our friends over at the Back Row Baptist Church to share with us some stories. Story uh, time. <laughs> we asked them to share, what's the funniest thing that's ever happened to you at Christmas time? We only got a few responses because I put this up way too late uh, for it to be a, a segment all of its own. <laughs> we have a few, so let's go through them real quickly. Uh, I'm going to get one out of the way because it's just not funny okay. <laughs> I mean she didn't tell the story she just said a situation she set up a comedy bit and nobody you know didn't tell the story it's like the plot of a movie okay without seeing it through okay She said me arriving at a Christmas party and someone else was wearing the same Christmas sweater I was wearing okay and scene
1: what happened? tell me
0: how it goes yeah. let's go action
1: you walk in the door and <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: all right so here we well, go maybe we, she
1: didn't walk in the door maybe she just left and that was the left. end of I'm it. like nope not doing this
0: <laughs> i don't even know how she found my secret website that sold this sweater <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was from monique crandon monique come on girl
1: listen it was bad enough that you said you weren't going to read her story.
0: <laughs> no, I, and I you talked agree. about how Look, hey, no.
1: horrible it was. Hold on.
0: I didn't say horrible. And then
1: you read I her story. I didn't say horrible. And then you said I her said, name.
0: I said she didn't tell us a story. She gave us the setup.
1: You said it wasn't no funny. Start. Well,
0: it's not because there's no story. She didn't tell a funny story. She told the setup.
1: Monique, listen. I got <laughs> your back, girl. Granted, you left us hanging. <laughs> But I got you back.
0: <laughs> she she's 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 a really nice person. She's been in the group for a long time.
1: See, and you just
0: but she's obviously a, like a mom because
1: what you got to say about of, moms, man? No, like, you
0: know, like like my what, mom. What she's, are she's you a lot like my mom in that she posts a lot of things and like okay, that's that's beautiful and it's really nice. It's not a joke. <laughs> And this is a joke group.
1: That's not what we're here for, Monique.
0: <laughs> but, on the other hand, she has posted quite a few very hilarious things. So, it's not it's her not story, all bad on Monique. Her story was not story, one of them. Story not one of them. <laughs> 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 all right, we got uh, Stephanie Crook. Crook. Uh, crook. Crook. She's a crook.
1: It's a crook.
0: K-R-U-K. Uh-huh.
1: Crook. Like, uh. Crook. Uh. <laughs> Up. <laughs> yup. The U says uh, not ooh. It's crook.
0: Uh. Umpire. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I can't think of any things on my side. Ha ha. Darn it. Umpire. <laughs> no. Uh, Stephanie Krook. Uh.
1: Say <laughs> <laughs> it right or pay the price. What is that from? Salute
0: your shorts. That's right. Uh, one Christmas night, we were driving to my uncle's new house with my grandma, who in the age before smartphones, was the only person who knew where it was. Oh, goodness. We drove around for a bit while she tried to remember until she finally pointed it out because I was getting over a bad cold. My mom told me to run inside while they got the gifts out of the car. So I did. And it wasn't their house. Both I and the elderly lady whose house I barged into nearly had heart attacks. (laughs) To this day, I still have panic attacks going anywhere new for fear it's the wrong place. <laughs>
1: Jeez, Stephanie's grandma. You really screwed her up. <laughs> Man.
0: That's, That's hilarious. <laughs> Danielle Foster. hey, One of our biggest fans. Uh, she said, so I'll be real. I'm gullible and I've always been gullible. I remember once on Christmas Eve, I was outside with my family saying goodbye to one of my aunts. I was probably around seven or eight at the time, and I was excited for Santa to come and deliver gifts. Well, my mom looked up in the sky and simply said, oh no. Me, slightly worried, looked at her and asked what was going on. She pointed to a radio tower with a flashing red light and said, Santa's early this year and you're not in bed. You can clearly see Rudolph's red flashing nose. He's close. At the time, I knew that that's where the radio tower was. But I thought Santa was using a disguise and was making the radio tower an illusion.
1: Oh, Danielle. It was
0: also very dark, and I only saw the red light, Rudolph's nose. I sprinted inside, got on in my pajamas, brushed my teeth, and immediately went to bed. So Santa would stop by. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, then.
0: She congratulated her mom. Good job. That was clever and it worked. I went to bed right away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Tony, how do you pronounce this last name? Ryder? Right? Ritter? Ritter? R-E-I-T-T-E-R. I've okay, never Okay, so
1: I... W- Tony is a female. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you said I've never met him.
0: No, I said I've never known oh, how okay. to pronounce it. I
1: was about to say, first of all...
0: No, I know it's a girl. <laughs> I know it's a girl.
1: I think it's Ritter. Ritker. R-I-T-C-H-E-R? No,
0: no, no, no. It's R-I... No, it's R-E-I-T-T-E-R. And so I don't know if it's writer, ritter, rater.
1: Maybe writer. I
0: don't know. Tony, let me know. I know. Give me a pronunciation guide to your name. (gasps) Wait, it might be on our Facebook page. Oh, here we go. You got those things, you know, it pronounces? Pronounces your name. Writer. Writer. Tony Writer. Tony
1: Writer. Yay. There we go. I know
0: how to spell it. Her her real name's also Antonia. Oh. All right. Enough Facebook stalking. (laughs) She said, I was eight. We were having a family Christmas at my grandparents. My cousin and I were bunking in the living room while the three... uh, While the three tree it must be tree while the tree and stocking where the tree and stockings were (gasps) in the living room they were bunking where the tree and (laughs) stockings stockings were were. christmas eve came around and we were asleep waiting for santa to deliver uh i'm a light sleeper grandpa snuck in with gifts because he works for the jolly old elf himself and as he stepped over where i was sleeping on the floor. I woke up. Did I mention Grandpa wore tidy
2: whities?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas, Tony. Merry Christmas.
0: Every Christmas moving forward. No more visions of sugar plums in your head. Plums maybe.
1: Of Grandpa in his tidy whiteies.
0: Wow. <laughs> oh my wow. goodness gracious! Sometimes I just get inspired. All right, and, <laughs> and then Stephanie Crook uh, uh, gave us a runner-up. <laughs> Say it right, <laughs> Crook. Thank there. you, Stephanie Crook. It okay, was a runner-up story. She said, Christmas of 2015, we had a blizzard in uh, her hometown, uh, or at least what constitutes a blizzard in her warm area. She said, my dad was utterly determined to have Christmas anyway. He drove to our house in his truck to pick us up. Now, I was seven months pregnant at this time, and the best of conditions were really uncomfortable. So going five miles an hour in a blizzard, bouncing a foot in the air every five seconds made me downright murderous. Yeah. Yeah. Seven months pregnant. Yeah. My gosh. I'd have. Yeah. There would be no father (laughs) after that. (laughs) True story. Uh Oh, yeah. Thanks for sharing, guys. Everybody. Uh, We're going to move on to our main topic. In case you did not know, the 12 days of Christmas actually starts on December 25th and goes through January 6th, which is the epiphany. Uh what, what if we were to rewrite the 12 days of Christmas? This time, instead of giving gifts that one does not really need, how about gifts of gratitude and support? So this is an inspiring challenge from lightworkers.com. Let's see if there's actually an author. Maria Baltazzi, PhD. She wrote this list of, of 12 ways we can be grateful, helpful, and kind during the 12 days of Christmas. So this is a challenge that begins tomorrow. Okay. Let's see if we can do it up through the new year into the sixth.
1: Hey, I already gave you a really good 12 days of Christmas gift. I'm just saying.
0: Hot sauces, everyone.
1: It's encouraging. (laughs) It's helpful. (laughs) And it's keto friendly. And it's keto friendly
0: (laughs) because everything
1: else I wanted to buy you was not.
0: not. Nope, you can't eat that. Ah, come on.
1: I was going to get you, and I was so proud of this, because mm-hmm. last week we talked about the Panatone cakes. Mm. I was going to get you a panatone cake, and he's like, or Chris, my husband, said, yeah, Matt can't eat that.
0: Yeah, it's nothing but bread and sugar. Uh, Fine. For the record, even if I wasn't on keto, I wouldn't have eaten it.
1: <laughs> you, I, you would have eaten it, because I would have made you try a piece. I don't think so. I don't think it would happen.
0: Yeah, okay. Uh, Okay. 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 But yeah, Deidre, that's copywritten now. You can't say that anymore.
1: What? She
0: copyrighted how she says okay.
1: People are dumb.
0: (laughs) That's her brand now. That's part of her brand. That is
1: got Who is her? Cardi B? Cardi B. (laughs) I'm a straight up call I think you that's out what it is. you are dumb <laughs> duh, 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 dumb 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 you can copyright that because that's mine you was dumb
2: <laughs> gosh
0: Merry Christmas everybody now a list of ways to be thankful and kind
2: <laughs>
0: oh man we we just have a time here. We just have a good time, everybody. Just Look at when, us.
1: just when I'm feeling good about the world again, <laughs> Cardi B's gotta go and copyright how she says okay. Oh, <laughs> Golly, you don't want somebody copying you? How about this? Don't be a celebrity.
0: Burn. Wait. Now.
1: I'm so over. Celebrities it. make money. Hashtag, it. <laughs> Hashtag
0: people are dumb. All right. 12 days of Christmas give back guide challenge. Here we go. Day one. Handwrite a note of gratitude to someone meaningful in your life. Deliver it to them in person and read it out loud. This Ooh, is the Christmas okay. day challenge. They
1: took it one step too <laughs> far. <laughs> Why do I got to read it to them? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm just imagining you trying it. You're halfway through and you stop. You're like, look up. I'm uncomfortable. Are you uncomfortable? Here, you just finish it. I'm going to go. Exactly. Exactly. You know how to read. I'm insulting you by reading it for you.
1: Yes! Yes! Yes, that was my exact thought. I feel like by reading it to them, it's like, you know what? Uh, Not only did I write you this letter to let you know how much you mean to me, I also am kind of questioning your ability to read it. So I also
0: don't trust you to open it up.
1: I'm going to read it for you, okay?
0: Get comfortable.
1: Sit down. Here we go.
0: Day two. Handwrite two notes of apology to people you want to make amends with. Have them delivered with flowers.
1: Oh, but I don't have to read these. But you don't have to read them. Okay.
0: Send flowers and an apology. Sure. It's got to be two people in your life you've made upset in the last 30 days, right? Everybody. Not just you. Everybody, Mo. It's not a judgment on you, like most things are. You don't get to tell me what to do. Day three. (laughs) Help three people try something new. It can be three people trying the same new thing. But, yeah.
1: I got three kids.
0: <laughs> and they haven't done half the crap I've done. <laughs> Day four. Call four people you have not spoken with for a long time. Speak with each of them for 15 minutes and really listen.
1: That's exhausting.
0: <laughs> that's a whole hour.
1: But that's the thing. Like, I think that's a good idea. But four people and only speak to them for 15 minutes. Like, to me... I haven't spoken to you in a couple years, but look, I'm going to call you and we're going to talk, but I'm putting you on a time limit because in 15 minutes, I've got three other people that I need to call.
0: (laughs) Ding! What's that noise in the background? Uh, nothing. I gotta go.
1: (laughs) They're in the middle of telling me all the deep things that have happened in their life since the last time we chatted, and all of a sudden I'm like, and your time is done. Thank you.
0: Talk to you next year. <laughs> Day five, choose five friends and donate five dollars to their favorite nonprofit.
1: Hey, so we're considered a nonprofit because we ain't making no money. <laughs> so,
0: I mean, we're not legally qualified as a nonprofit, but we ain't making no profit. So, we can't get much nonprofit than this, much more nonprofit. And
1: here, there's two of us right here <laughs> one and two. <laughs> Donate to Backrow Radio. Oh,
0: man. <laughs> <laughs> Day six. Spend an hour doing a loving kindness meditation for those you love and those you do not. So, and this is a, I'm assuming a prayer. <laughs> do a prayer. Pray for those that you love and for those that you do not.
1: You know, top list... Are never my favorite. These lists that tell us how to live my life.
0: Because you feel guilty or what?
1: Because I don't like somebody telling me what to do.
0: <laughs> this isn't someone telling you what to do. It's someone encouraging you on what to do. Okay. That was
1: that was the Christian answer.
0: We all know you don't like being a better person. Okay? <laughs> You've made that very clear.
1: <laughs> I like coming to these conclusions on my own. I don't like somebody saying... You need to do this to be a better you. <laughs>
0: I remember when I was the ire of your uh, anger with this, when I came out with that ungrieve list, <laughs> the ungrieve challenge list. And you're like, well, I was upset with these people, and then I read your stupid ungrieve list. Now I have to sit here and deal with these emotions.
1: <laughs> it's the truth. Why do I get upset with people so much? <laughs> huh. It's
0: your personality. Huh. Can't help it, Mo. You were born this way.
1: Um, but everything about the Bible says that <laughs> I need to change it. <laughs> like, well, yeah. <laughs> Whatever, Matt.
0: Day seven. Move along. Leave well thought out compliments for seven people on social media. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> day eight. Spend eight hours volunteering for a local cause that you care about. So spend a work day volunteering for a local cause. That's pretty cool. I like that one. Mo, I don't know if Mo's just feeling guilty or something. I mean, I'm not. I haven't done any of these either, but I'm the one getting stared down over here just for reading it.
1: I just don't like the <laughs> way that I'm feeling right now. That's all.
0: Day nine. Oh, gosh. Is this,
1: this really? This is
0: never happening. Okay. I No. Day nine. Give a 90-minute massage to someone. No. No. <laughs> no. I can't even make it nine (laughs) minutes on someone that I have given my heart to. (laughs) Ain't no way someone's getting a 90 minute massage. (laughs) This was.
1: I don't know, Matt. I think that you should do it.
0: No. I think you need to do it. I don't think so.
1: It's going to push you out of your comfort zone and make you become the man that God created you to be. I mean. sacrificial love even
0: like okay if I mean, it, it doesn't isn't, say if it can't it isn't be daedra right i'm saying if it isn't your spouse half the places you can touch are already off the board <laughs> can't touch those places it's inappropriate <laughs> and so they're going to become hamburger by the end of 90 minutes on their shoulder blades or whatever else but even if it's daedra which it would be I mean, I'm gonna run out of places <laughs> in 90 minutes. You don't even go to a massage like place and have a 90 minute session. They have I do. 30 and 60 minutes. Ooh, they do 90 minute things. Yeah. I've never seen it above that. Yep.
1: Wow.
0: Okay. We they do have 30 in town. I think 30, or or 60, three. 75, and 90. Really? Yeah. Oh, I would hate that job. I would absolutely hate it. <laughs>
1: We had our couple's massage on the cruise when we went to Alaska. Oh, see? No. And it was, there. we had two actually. The second one we did for 90 minutes, I totally fell asleep. And I only know that I fell asleep because I woke myself up snoring.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's fantastic.
1: Like, like the, rock, the boat was rocking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's that music, that calming music. And I'm getting my back massage. And all of a sudden I go... <laughs> Oh.
2: <laughs>
1: yep, so 90 minutes might be a little too long because it opens up the door to fall asleep. <laughs> All right,
0: day twen- 10 of this twelve days new 12 days of Christmas uh, challenge here. Uh, day 10, do 10 meaningful random acts of kindness. Paying for someone's coffee, feeding a parking meter, helping to put groceries into a car, those little tiny random acts of kindness. What?
1: I'm not like. In one day's time, I'm not out in the public enough to do ten random acts of kindness.
0: Yeah, right. At this point, that's a job. Yeah. you're spending a day working to yeah. find. 10 do you people.
1: know what I mean? Like, just I'm, stand,
0: just stand in a street corner waiting for old ladies that need to cross the street. I'm sure at least ten are gonna come. Right. You're it's like you're gonna have to go into a, a supermarket and like take over the person that's gonna take your groceries out to your car for you. Yeah. Like, no, I'll get it for her. <laughs> I gotta get ten of these in before I can go. And then home. at that
1: point you're <laughs> you are taking someone's actual job from them. <laughs> this is why they came to work today.
0: You know you don't work here, right? <laughs> Look. It's either do them all here in one place, or i got to wander the streets exactly. looking for good deeds to do.
1: <laughs> I find this one really hard to accomplish in a day's time. You're
0: right, yeah. All right, day 11. Maybe 11 will be better. Give 11 calming candles to people who are the bright lights of your life. That requires you have 11 people in your life. <laughs> that bright Let's see. One, two, three, four. I mean, I'm at seven. I probably could get to 11. (laughs) Also, candles are expensive, people. I know. You ever been to whatever that candle shop is? Yankee Candle? They're like 12 bucks a piece. This is another Christmas you're making me pay for.
1: (laughs) That's honestly how I feel with this whole list.
0: Yesterday, the
1: 10 days of paying for people, and then today, giving... 11 candles like I'm already in debt enough people and here
0: we go <laughs> to top it all off with day 12 have an appreciation dinner oh
1: my god for goodness. 12
0: people mix it up with those who are close to you and those you barely know <laughs> so a lot of these are nice but most of those fell in the early days of the list other ones are like are you rich and don't have a job for real because what time and money do you have for this Within the 12 days after Christmas.
1: and This may be one of my least favorite <laughs> lists that you have ever, ever given us on the show.
0: Oh, ever. Oh, man. And I honest, don't know
1: how I feel about it. When like,
0: I picked it, I only read the first three. I'm like, okay, this is going to be a nice list. And I'm like, wow, this is a really unrealistic list.
1: For real. (laughs) I want to know if anybody is able to accomplish it. So, like, I feel like we need to put the list somewhere so that people can actually see it. Because they're not going to remember from today, 12 (laughs) days, what every day was.
0: Yeah. They can find it at lightworkers.com. Just search 12 days of Christmas. It'll pop up. Whatever. Right there at the top, y'all. If y'all want to give it a shot, give it a shot. Let us know how it goes. Let us know how far <laughs> on the list you get before you're like, you know what? Nah. <laughs> I ain't that thankful. Done. <laughs> Man. Kind of a downer way to, to I know, I cap feel, off our... I feel
1: really season. bad about feeling so poorly about this list, but it's just... <laughs> it's just Cardi B. That's what it is.
0: <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Stick around. We'll be back soon. And close out the show. Dumb. We just have a time. <laughs> Welcome back to the Background Morning Shows. We close out this Christmas Eve special. Uh, we got your Bible verse and thought for the day. Bible verse for the day is Isaiah nine six. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace.
1: Was this purposeful? The thought for the day is. It's the same thought the same as, yesterday. same as yesterday's.
0: I guess, sure. (laughs) Just let's drill in that thought (laughs) Our thought for the day
1: comes from Greg Laurie. The birth of Jesus was so there would be the death of Jesus. The incarnation was for the purpose of the atonement. He was born to die that we might live.
0: Yeah, what's funny about that is I actually had to have picked that out two separate times because I didn't use a template from yesterday (laughs) or anything to make this stuff.
1: So Matt really needed it drilled (laughs) in.
0: Really liked this one, yeah. Thank you for joining us. Uh, We are normally here Monday through Thursday, 7 a.m. Eastern, 4 a.m. Pacific, and an encore at 10 Eastern and 7 Pacific. Uh, But since it is Christmas week, tomorrow's Christmas, no show tomorrow or Thursday, uh, and we're still doing more music Fridays as well. Uh, So tomorrow, all day, Christmas music. Uh, Yeah, that's it. We're not going to do anything special. I think last year I threw a Christmas sermon in there somewhere, but I'm not going to do that this year. So Christmas music all day on Christmas. Uh, We will be back next Monday uh, with a special. Uh, It's a two-part special, two days. Uh, The first annual Back Rofi Award show. That's what we'll be doing Monday and Tuesday morning leading into 2020. And then I believe we're just going to replay them for those that missed it on the first and second of the year. Uh, So next week, tune in for those... Gonna be a fun, music-filled show. Uh we're excited about it. You can still vote. Go vote now. Voting will close, I believe, on Friday. Friday after Christmas. The 27th. There we go. Of course. Because Christmas is always the 25th. I don't know why I was thinking it wasn't. I was thinking Thanksgiving. Uh, <laughs> 27th. You have until the end of the 27th to vote. And uh we will tally up those votes and tell you who won Monday and Tuesday. Tune in for that. Uh, you can get a podcast. We're going to put the whole show on both of our podcasts today. So you can get the whole show on our free podcast. And you can get all of our full shows if you sign up at patreon.com slash Radio for as little as $1 a month. you done. I'm done.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to be known that you took all of what you were supposed to say and put it all in the top part. Hey. And did not give me my opportunity to speak. I'm sorry. <laughs> Follow <laughs> us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Backrow Radio. Join our laughter inducing Facebook community, Backrow Baptist Church, by going to backrowbaptist.com. <laughs>
0: That's it for the show. Mo, what is the final word?
1: Merry Christmas.
0: <laughs> if you need us, we'll be in the back. Bye. Opening presents.